we have a remarkable story. Uh, and what's important is not just the story itself, which is so interesting, but the matmon here, the hidden treasure, is to understand the, some, some of the dimensions of Torah learning and Torah teaching that are different from, from any other kind of ap- academic pursuit. Um, and, and it's interesting because it's, what we learn here is not, is not really popular today. Because today the, the Torah has been democratized. Anybody can learn it, anybody can teach it, anybody can be mechadish in it. And oh, you, you go online and you'll see all sorts of people of various levels of background and knowledge and understanding are feeling, feeling free to give their own pshatim and their own understanding of what they think the Torah means, whether it's in Kumish and Tanakh or whether it's in Mishnah and Gomorrah. Um, and, and so th- th- this casts a different light on that. <coughs> Rabbi Simloi atalakamid Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Simloi came before Rabbi Yochanan. So these are two great, great, great people. Rabbi Yochanan, we know, and Rabbi Simloi was a uh, also an, an Amora of that period who operated both in Eretz Yisrael and in and in Bovel. And lots of lots of members in the in the Gemara are Dorash Rabbi Simloi. Rabbi Simloi gave a drosha. He was obviously a, a darshan. He used to give sermons. He used to give droshes. And a lot of them we've got in the Gemara. Um, the, the, a lot of them are, are very famous. That one about the Chesed Chesed. Torah starts with an act of Chesed and ends an act of Chesed. That's Rabbi Simloi. That the uh, man was created after all the insects and all the animals and everything in the Torah of, of uh, the Tazria and Matsura. He, he, he mentions there how that also the Torah man is given last. He has a lot of interesting drushes. So Rabbi Simloi is an important man. He comes to Rabbi Yochanan. And he says to Rabbi Yochanan, please teach me Sefer Yuchsin. Now there are different views as to what exactly Sefer Yuchsin is. Rashi says, Masnisa de Divrei Hayomim. It is the Midrashim and the Bryces on Divrei Hayomim on the last piece of, of Tanakh. Rabbeinu Hananel says it is Divrei Ayomim. Perish Omelo Lamdeni Sefer Divrei Ayomim. Teach me Tanakh. Teach me Divrei Ayomim. So really you can be wondering why does Rabbi Simloi need Rabbi Yochanan to learn Divrei Ayomim or even the, the Midrashim of Divrei Ayomim. Go online and you'll find people teaching it. Uh, you go into YouTube, you'll find dozens and dozens of shirim. What do you need uh, Rabbi Yochanan? But look at Rabbi Yochanan's answer. He says, um, okay, where are you from? Milud. Now it's difficult to think that Rabbi Yochanan didn't, had never heard of Rabbi Simloi. So what's he saying, where are you from? He says, I'm from Lud. He says, okay, I know you're from Lud, but where are you living? He says, I'm from Bovel, I'm in Nahardo. You know what? We don't teach this to people from Lud, and we don't teach it to people from Nador. Sorry. And particularly, and you, the worst of the lot, because you come from Lud, you're born in Lud, and you come from the Hardoi. Says Rashi. It wasn't being serious, he was just pushing him aside, he didn't want to get involved with him. Another understanding is because the people in Lud and in the Nahador don't have yichus. 
Yichus not in the in the term that we just use it to, to, today in the light term. Yichus means that they have they can track their lineage back to early times. That there's a a, a continuity of lineage. They don't have in There's mixtures. People came. People converted. People married. It's a it's a mixed kind of a society. So today, probably other than certain families and certain communities. Today, we would have the din of Ludoim and the Hardoim because we don't have that. So then, eventually he persuades him and he, he, he persuades him to give in. Then he says, he's so modern, Rabbi Simloy, he could be walking right out of, uh, out of our, our times. Says Rabbi Simloy, but I've only got three months. So I want some instant work. Let's get moving with this. Let's get through it in three months. He took a clod of earth and threw it at him, which Rabbeinu Hananel means he was just, uh, it's metaphoric, he doesn't mean he threw a clod of earth at me, but he means like almost disgusted with him. And then he says, Don't think I'm just saying that you're kind of somebody that can't learn. Look at Bruria. Who's the daughter, the wife of Rabbi Meir, Brose de Rabbi Hananiah ben Trajan. And she's the daughter of Rabbi Hananiah ben Trajan. Look at that tradition that she's got. Look where she comes from. The Tanya Talas Meir Shmeitzer Biyoma, Migimum Meir Rabvosa. She learned 300 different sugyas from 300 different Rosh Hashivas per day. That's who Bruria was. And this is Bruria. Listen to that. But she couldn't figure out what you're asking for, say for the, the, um, uh, the say for Yuxin, she did, in three years she didn't finish it. And you want it in three months? Are you out of your mind? And then the Gemara goes on, Kishakil Vazali was about to go away. Omale, he turns over his shoulder and he says to Rabbi Yerchel, Rabbi, by the way, Rabbi, there's an apparent contradiction or an inconsistency between the last Mishnah and the one before it. That's why this piece of Gemara is here. Because if you mix up intentions, we've been talking about Psulei Machshova, and we've been talking about Shinui Hashem, making a korban for the wrong people or for the wrong purpose. And, uh, and they're both Shinui Hashem, different forms of Shinui Hashem. But if you mix up, if, if you, it's both. It, it's the right and the wrong. The right people and the wrong people. You have your mind wanders. The right korban and the wrong korban. There, the din is different. If it's shinui hashem, we learned that it's not okay. In the mission, two missioners ago, if it's shinui oichlim, then then it, it is it is okay. Why the difference? They're both shinui hashem. That's Rabbi Ra, 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 So he answers to him, says says Rabbi Yechelon. Oh, I'll explain to you three dif- differences between these, di- these uh, different Mishnayas. And he goes on to explain the differences, which is the continuation of the Gemara. Um, what's interesting is what is this all about? Why was he reluctant to teach Sefer Yuxin? He's happy to teach him Gemara. He sees his Talmud Chokham. And it doesn't say now that you're a Talmud Chokham, let's go and learn it again. What, what is it about? So Rashi says um, that he was just trying to push him aside. And the other one is he's saying that they don't have yichus. 
So what's, what, is that going to, what is that going to do with it? Now, this story appears in the Yerushalmi a little differently. <clears throat> and there are different views as to whether it was the same story, but just told differently. And in Yerushalmi, it's brought with Rabbi Yehonosan, not Rabbi Yehonosan. Uh, with these two different occasions, Rabbi Simloi is desperately trying to learn all these different things from different rabbeim. Rabbi Simloi, Atigabi Rabbi Yehonosan, Omalei Alfen Agoda. He said, teach me Medrash. So this is not safe for Yuchsen. It's a little different. I have a Messiah from my Rabbeim, not to teach Agoda to Babylonians and people from the south of Israel. Because they're arrogant, and they don't have a lot of Torah. And you're both, you're from Nahadoah and you're from the south. I mean, today, imagine this kind of thing. It wouldn't be very, very tolerated that... Uh, this, this elitism. But what is it that, that, that's going on, both in the Yerushalmi and the, the Bavli? On the Yerushalmi, the Korban Eda says, what does it mean, They don't toil with Torah. They go to Shiurim, they learn online, they do things, they read the art scroll, they do wonderful things. But they're not Oisik with Torah. They don't apply their minds to, to crack a sugya to really understand it. And I'm worried that they won't get it. They won't understand. When it comes to psukim, they'll treat them lightly and they won't get to the, to the bottom of it. So what do, we, what do we have here is that, firstly, I, I don't know, I haven't seen this anywhere, but I don't think that Rabbi Yochanan is criticizing Rabbi Simloi of being one of these people. Yochanan knows Rabbi Simloi, and he sees afterwards it's a Tanukhah. I think that Rabbi Yochanan is more concerned about Rabbi Simloi going back and giving droshes in Lod and in Nahardo. At that time, in Bovel, there weren't great Hamidei Chachomim yet. That started a little later when Rav was there. When Rav went to Bovel, that's when, when it really got going and it became a very important place. But in the early stages, this is going back to the, to the second century. It's the end of the period of the Tanoim. Rabbi um, Rabbi Yochanan is a Talmud of, uh, of Rabbi Yehuda Hanossi. So it's like the early Amoraim, in the very early stages, there wasn't yet a strong Torah community in Bovel. And what Rabbi Yochanan is worried about is not that Rabbi Simloi won't understand it. He's worried that if he gives him the material, he'll go and give droshes in the Hardoi and in, and in Lud. And that's what he doesn't want. What's important is where the Torah is taught. Not only who learns it, but where is it taught? What's the culture of the place? What's the seriousness of the people? Uh, because we're de- dealing with Medrashim. When it comes to Gemara, you're teaching Gemara. All I want, says Rabbi Yochan, is you're a Talmud Chochem, a Tzubu Mirabon, and you're a learner. How does he know that he's a learner? From the question he asks, not from the answers he gives. From the answers a person gives, all you know is he's, he's good with the internet. He, can, he knows how to Google. But from the way a person articulates a kasha, you can tell if he's a Talmud Chochem. And it's clear from this kasha that Tzubu Mirabon, and you're a learner, you're a Talmud Chochem. So I'm willing to teach you Gemara. What does it mean, Gemara? What, what am I willing to teach you? Method. When Rabbi, when Rabbi Simloi comes to Rabbi Yochanan, he's not saying, teach me Divrei Hayomim. The Chumash is there. The Tanakh is there. He's not even saying, teach me the Medrashim of Divrei Hayomim. Open the Medrash and learn it yourself. And if you can't translate, get an art scroll. And if that doesn't help you, go onto, onto the internet and get somebody who's giving a shir. What do you need Rabbi Yochanan for? You need Rabbi Yochanan for method. What one learns from a Rebbe is not the text. You don't have to go to a shir to learn the text. You can learn the text yourself. 
You go to a shir, to a rebbe, to learn methodology. Method that's been handed down generation from generation to generation. Rabbi Simloy says to Rabbi Yochanan, teach me how to learn Divrei Ayone. He says, Rabbi Yochanan, Bruria took three years to, to master the method. What do you think, you're going to get it in three months? Mastering the method is hard. If he were just asking for the material, of course he can do that in three months. How long does it take to read Divrei Ayone? He's not asking for the material. I want to become a master of methodology. Says Rabbi Yochanan, I'm worried if I give you methodology, you'll go and you'll start darshaning in the Hardoi and you'll start darshaning in Lud, and the people there won't know how to take this seriously enough. The Gasei Ruach means arrogance, because when you're learning Torah, especially when you're learning Agadita, it's important to have the modesty to put yourself under the Torah. To, to, uh, to, it's not about mastering the Torah. That's where it's different. In academic studies, you master the material. In Torah, the material masters you. But for the material to master you, you've got to be an Oisek Batari. You've got to indulge. You've got to immerse yourself in it. And you've got to do it with Im immense humility. So that if something is said in the Agada, in the Medrash, which sounds crazy, you don't say it's crazy. You don't laugh at it. You go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper until you get the Yesod. But for that, you need a lot of humility. And you need time and you need application. Says Rabbi Yochanan, I'm worried about where you'll take the Torah to. He's looking ahead. I'm worried about where you'll take the Torah to. And that's the, day that we're, the days that we're living in. But fortunately, with all the, the, the enormity of the democratization of Torah, which is a wonderful, beautiful thing, everybody's learning, and everybody's giving shiurim, and everybody's saying, it's beautiful in, in a way. But it's not Torah. It's the, it's the content. It's the content. It's the words. And that's fine. And that's good. But Torah, the methodology, how to be mechadesh, how to understand pshat, how to get deep into a sugya, that's something that we're much more careful with. It takes much more effort and much more, uh, and much more application. And, uh, and, and that, we're careful where that, where that goes to, because not everybody, if a person doesn't have midot, if a person doesn't have character and humility, they are not really able to, uh, to understand it in that way. Different from any other study. You don't have to have midas to study mathematics. You don't have to have midas to study philosophy or art or literature. You don't need midas. You can just study it. But Torah you'll make a mess of. With Gemara, he's less worried. Says Rabbi Yechon, Gemara, you're a Talmud Chacham. I'll teach you Gemara. If you take it to Nardoi, it's okay. They won't understand it. Gemara, you're safe. Because if you've got Gemara methodology, you'll figure it out. You, there's a logical way, there's a method. But if you don't have Gemara and you apply your mind to philosophy and Kabbalah and Medrash, you'll say anything. You'll give any kind of shettle that you want. There's no way of checking it. If, so, so the important thing is to have the, the halachic methodology, which when you apply that same methodology to Kabbalah or to, or to Agada or to Musa, then you're able to come out with a, a conclusion which is authentic, which is true, and which is actually part of Torah.